This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California, 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas in the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 and AM 760 in Hawaii. I'm joined as always by G. Hey Wiley, Brandon Deutsch, and today, Gio Garcia. It's a big day in studio. G.A., how are we feeling? I'm amazing because Duke is finally going to be playing an actual contender today. So literally the only show in America <laughs> that's talking college basketball this time of year. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm pretty excited about. You know, I went to SC. Obviously, we're not. We're not so good at basketball this year. But I do. I'm a big fan of Amari Bailey. I've met him previous times. Very, very nice. Uh, nice dude and a really great athlete. And I think scouts are kind of overlooking him. They have him ranked as like the 28th or 29th prospect. I think he's a top 10 talent. Um, I mean, he was ready to play in the NBA at 16. He could average 10 points per game. So I, I really like UCLA. Jalen Clark's been balling. I think UCLA has a shot to win the national championship this year. I really do. Yeah, I mean they're in the. You guys are in, or you guys, you're not, you're not a UCLA. I, I just, I'm, a, I'm a fan of good basketball. Yeah, yeah they, they're in the top ten, right? Yeah, they're eight. Yeah, they're, they're eighth, and yeah. they had a really convincing win. I know Long Beach State isn't isn't a powerhouse by any means, but you know that's still a good win against a team that's usually pretty competitive. No, so. absolutely. Hey, Gio, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm I'm <laughs> excited. I'm excited to be here. You know, talk a little bit of soccer. The World Cup's coming up starts yeah. this Sunday. We also have obviously two big clubs here in LA, LAFC, who won the the championship. You also obviously the LA Galaxy as well. So yeah, I mean, I love that. You know, soccer's growing here in America. There's so much going in, and I know once the World Cup. Uh, and the United States being in there is, is going to get everybody involved because one thing that I know about this country is once, you know, people get behind Team USA, it, it, you know, people get involved and get passionate about that. So I'm excited, looking forward to that. Before we talk about the World Cup, Gio, I mean, what was this season like here in Los Angeles? I think whenever both teams are doing well, that's kind of like the sweet spot when you talk about the passion that this town has. The Los Angeles Football Club is fascinating to me because normally in a city with an established team, the Galaxy won five cups. They've had great players, David Beckham, Landon Donovan, Robbie Keane, you go down the list. But there's something about this team, the, the reigning champions. How were they, how did they cultivate this fan base, rabid fan base that loves this team so much? Honestly, they, they put in a lot of work being being uh, so so close with both teams and seeing how both teams kind of operate. Uh, one thing that kind of stood out for me from the get go uh, from LAFC was just just like the ownership group, the, the front office, how they're behind it. Right. Like you have um, AEG who owns the LA Galaxy. They own Coachella. They own a number of different things. And I think the biggest difference thing is like when you look at LAFC, the owners and, and the front office, that's the number one priority. AEG, on the other hand, it, you know they ha they have so many other things that you know, and, and also the, the the front office is not as tied in w w with the fans. There's, there's a little bit of. Uh What's the word? They're, they're not as connected uh, as you would see with other clubs. So you see that disconnect there. And LAFC ha has done it right. They they built. They have that saying: uh, street by street, block by block. They really, you know, got. They really got the, the their 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 fan base. You know, uh, they really worked for it. And you you kind of see. Look, if anybody's been to an LAFC football game or anything like that, I had friends that they they know I cover I, I cover soccer, right? And they never been. And then just a random friend, she texted me. She's like, "Oh my God, you, like you cover this team? Like I went and I had so much." fun and you know like you know, I don't even remember the score but I just remember have a fun time and you know it's entertainment right sports are entertainment so one thing that I've realized about LAFC that no matter 
no matter if you know the sport or not, the energy from the 3252, the passion, everything, once you're there and you feel, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. It clicks. And that's what, that to me growing up, that's what soccer was. That's what football was to me, right? The passion of the fans or, or whatever you, you want to call it. But to me, it's like, once you get that experience, that's how people, uh, you know, first timers, or that's how you get people hooked in and what they do. And it's just so, so exciting to see how soccer has grown. And to me, this is, LA is the mecca of football when it comes to when it comes to soccer in America we have uh, you name it Southern California we have, we have rich talent of players but when you have a successful MLS club and you're also able to attract players like Gareth Bale uh, Giorgio yeah. Chiellini they're the world superstars right yeah. they're world superstars and what LAFC did as well to win an MLS Cup their first MLS Cup champion it, it just it just goes on and, and you know it's, it's, it's the cherry on top no, I, I couldn't agree with you more. That thirty-two fifty-two section is ridiculous. My first ever football football game going to going to a football game was LAFC, and they do it right, man. It is insane how great um, this club has done. I want to talk to you about their future because yes, we're, this is so LA of us. You know, it's kind you of just a, won. What are you going to do? What are you going to do for us lately? What are you we have kind of like this curse where like the Rams are struggling and the Lakers are struggling and the, the Dodgers are having a good season, but they can't like we've won four championships in the past two years, but these teams have not been able to sustain it. So it's a re really good question. Gee, what does the future? Yeah. Hold? What does the future hold for LAFC right now? Well, look, the way they built the roster and how the front office have done it this season has been very impressive, right? In MLS, you get three franchise players. They call in DP, designated players. Um, and they, they've, been ever, they've been really smart about that. They got Carlos Vela. They got Christian Teo. Um, and I'm forgetting the last one. I'm forgetting. I'm, for, I'm forgetting on top of my head. But they have the, the, the main point I was trying to make is they, they don't, they're not paying anybody over $3 million dollars. Uh, and a roster that's that's yeah, Gareth Bale, Georgia Keneally. Now that's going to change next season, right? And they did everything they did everything right this season to to put themselves in a great position. Moving forward, they 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 qualified for the Concacaf Champions League. That's a big tournament. So what was sent to the Concacaf Champions League for anybody that doesn't know is uh, the best clubs that won in Mexico, that won in the Caribbean. They all play a tournament. So if you win that tournament, oh, we just had an ML last season. We had an MLS Cup. The Seattle Sounders who won that tournament. So if you win that tournament of the CONCACAF region, which is Canada, uh, USA, and Mexico, and, and the Caribbean countries, um, then you you go, you qualify to the, the club World Club. So you get you get to play teams against Real Madrid, you know, the teams that win, you know, the Bayern Munichs and stuff. So then you, you the team could brand itself at more of a world level, right? Well, I think they're already doing that with signings of Giorgio Chiellini and Gareth Bell. So I think the next, the what's next is you got to win, you want to win MLS Cup again next season. But the first thing in order is you got CONCACAF Champions League because a lot of fans want to see that. You still have Gareth Bell. You're still going to have Giorgio Chiellini and the depth. Now they are going to have to make some roster moves. Jose Cifuentes, it looks like he's already played his last game. There's With a lot of talent that they have, also players are making the leap to to, to Europe to go to different clubs. So that's going to be uh, interesting these next couple of weeks, uh, next month or so for LAFC, who they keep, whoever to keep, because with so much talent, they're also attractive to other clubs or bigger clubs to move on. Yeah, and I wanted to ask too, because you know, in 2014, speaking of everybody getting behind a team, USA, you know, obviously with that run, they lost to Belgium. That was very disappointed. Um, but everyone in this country that even didn't know about soccer got behind that team, right? 
Do you see something similar happen, happening again with this U.S. team, who a lot of people and uh, you know a lot of experts are saying this team is better than that 2014 team? Yeah, no, I would say the same thing. Uh, I mean, U.S. men's national team, you, you have so many players now that are playing in Europe. They're playing in the big leagues, right? They're playing in the top leagues. You got Christian Pulisic, right, who they, quote, unquote, they say he's the LeBron James of soccer, yeah. which some people kind of cringe to that, you know? He, he's, he's, he is the best American soccer player, that, right, that, that, that the U.S. has right now. But you also have Gio Reyna. You also have a lot of players that are really good in the MLS, like Kellen Acosta, who plays for LAFC. There's a lot There's a lot of MLS talent that's, that's also on this roster, but you also see players like like Josh Sar- Josh Sargent, who also plays. So the 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 thing that's impressive about the U.S. men's national team is all the players are playing in Europe. And that there before it was like, oh, you know, let's say like Demarcus Spezia would pay, but he wouldn't start. But these players are having a big impact, starting, you know, getting big minutes. Christian Pulisic won the the Champions League a few years ago. Yeah. So I mean, they're they're in a great position. The one question is, I think the biggest question for for this team is 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 the coaching you know the, the, yeah. the any 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 national team head coach is always going to get scrutinized so i think that's the one thing but you look at look at the team and talent on paper they could definitely make a, a deep run and that, that like i was saying earlier if the u.s men's national makes a deep run or makes it really exciting in the world cup what's ahead is the 2026 world cup in the u.s in mexico so it, it's just a lot of momentum moving forward that's going to be fantastic, yeah. Gio, there was a lot of talk about SoFi. If SoFi could host a, a soccer game, a World Cup game, you covered the, there was two, two games that happened here, right? Mm-hmm. What was that like, and did they clear that up? Will SoFi be a proper home? So what, what's going to happen next year, uh, they're, the, the Gold Cup, which is played uh, with uh, Mexico plays, the U.S. plays it, the Gold Cup final is going to be at SoFi Stadium. Uh, so I think that kind of already solidifies that. But also there's also Leagues Cup coming up as well. So I got I got had an opportunity to go to Leagues Cup this season. It was an exhibition match. You had uh, LA Galaxy versus uh, Chivas uh, of Mexico and then uh, LAFC versus Club America. So Chivas and, and Club America are the biggest clubs in Mexico. They won the most championships. They have some of the most notorious players that come out of those clubs. Uh, me, even though it was an exhibition match, I've been able to cover this league for like four or five years now. That to me was one of the most exciting games um, that I've been to, even though it was an exhibition match between both both the clubs and it was back-to-back because you could really see the passion. And anybody that's been to SoFi Stadium is just impressive. To me, it's the best stadium I've ever been to, right? It's just exp- uh, and, and the expensive. Uh, uh, you get lost. There's just so many things. You know, you know, you can't find your parking, yeah. you know. I forgot that it was built underground. You got to yes, go up, right. you know. So there's so many things. But being able to watch a, a soccer match there was was just exciting. And you could kind of see, you know, when you go to a game or you go something, you could kind of see the future mm-hmm. going to that game. And the first time I went to an NFL game, the first time I went to a Rams game there, I was like, we ha- there has to be a soccer match. And yeah. I was like pushing on to it or pushing on to it. Then, you know, it, it happened. So, yeah, moving forward, I think SoFi is a perfect is a perfect candidate for a lot of big matches. There's also talks about the, the World Cup final in 2020. I think we're still a long way to, to determine that. I know there's also rumblings of also the Cowboys Stadium, AT&T Stadium. So there, there's a lot that goes into it. I would love it. Uh, I'm on LA Homer. I would That's love right. it to be at SoFi Stadium. Like I said, it's the best stadium. Um, they do have to, I think they have to do some things with FIFA regulations that has to be played on grass, you know, which they did in, in League's Cup this summer. So they've done it. They, they did the test the test run. Now they're going to have the Gold Cup final and I'm assuming uh, League's Cup as well will pot- potentially have some games there. How will the World Cup being staged in the fall 
affect a lot of these leagues. I mean, when I talk about the leagues, the Premier League and things like that. Again, it's normally in the summer, but but, but Qatar being 120 degrees or whatnot in the summer, um, how will that change things? I mean, it's, it's changed things a lot, you know, because usually, uh, usually these clubs, what they do in the in the in the in the, in the Premier League, you know, these the Italian clubs, there is like a, about a month between the World Cup. Uh, that, that leads up to it. Here, you're only getting a couple weeks yeah. lead up. So that, that's already changed. Also, a lot of players with 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 uh, the the injuries. There's been a lot of players, big names like Paul Pogba that's not going to be there. There's so many different injuries that players aren't going to be able to make it. So And also, you, uh, FIFA, the Netflix came out with this uh, documentary, FIFA Uncovered. Showed so up good, a, a lot. It's uh, amazing. Incredible. If anybody hasn't yes. seen it, you could, see the, you could see the corruption there and what how the bribes and everything work. So it's changed. Uh, it's not the most anticipated anticipated woke up that a lot of fans are going going into you know but it's it, to me it's definitely had a big impact because you have a, a tournament it's every four years in the summer now you're switching to the fall and you have to switch it because of the weather so yeah yeah and i wanted to ask because you know my girlfriend's whole family is from argentina they're looking for it. it's like do or die oh, yeah. in that country right like yeah. they need they want the world cup they're coming off of obviously um it's copa america right where they beat brazil um, you know, that was a huge win for them in the championship and they want to build off that momentum. This is Messi's last run. What are Argentina's chances in this? And who do you see as the five favorites in this World Cup? Oh, man. Argentina, to me, is number one. I mean, they got the best player in the world. Uh, I like Cristiano Ronaldo, but what you see from Lionel Messi, what he does on the pitch is, is just exciting. Um, to me, Argentina's number one. This is going to be uh, Messi's final World Cup. Anybody, you know, that, that doesn't watch soccer, have heard, heard the name Messi, watch what he does on the pitch and how exciting he is. Right? You said your girlfriend's Argentinian, you know, it's like the passion, you know, they, I got to go to the World Cup in 2018 in Russia, you know, I, the passion, like, I thought I was passionate, but then you meet Argentinian fans that don't yeah. stop chanting. They, you got you got to find the mute button on them sometimes because they just they're, that's they're, the whole country. They're they're, they're, they're non nonstop yeah. nonstop even like two three a.m. in the morning. So I, I would say Argentina. Argentina uh, they're, they're paired up with with Mexico. I'm a I'm a Mexico fan, so we're gonna play them, and, that, and I don't think it's gonna end well for us. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would say Argentina. I would say France. Um, you always have to you always have to put Germany there. Um, France as well. I don't know. Did I say France? You said France. Yeah. Brazil, 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 Belgium, and Belgium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pumped for Team USA because again, like people get excited. I mean, yeah. what is the high water? What would be a successful World Cup? Advancing past 16, the group stage, right? or what's what's the uh... sixteen? I mean, you you have teams. I think Russia last last World Cup made it to almost to like the semifinals. Yeah, you know it, the, the the thing that's amazing about the World Cup, um, it's all about momentum, right? Yeah. You can have some of the best players. Like, look, la last World Cup, uh, Germany, who won it, well, it was in twenty fourteen. They didn't even make it out of the group stage. Yeah. Um, and they, the German, the Germans are always good at football. They've been a good at football for, for a number, number of decades. Uh, that's what's amazing about this world cup. Cause sometimes you, you have some of the best players in the world in your, in your country, right? Like England, you, you know, football is at the premier league, yeah. but sometimes they struggle. Yeah. I think the U.S. could definitely have a deep run. They could put, potentially go up, go up to the semifinals. Now, I'm not gonna say final because you know I, I, they, you you have to be at a different tier. But I think they have a, a, a lot of things uh, that they're capable of to make it up to the semifinal, even the round of 16s, because just of the type of talent that they have. I mean, you also have to have luck and there are a lot of things that, that play into it. But this team is very talented. Now, I think to me the biggest question, like I said before, is, is the coaching. Yeah. Uh, sometimes he's not. His, the coach is not as tactical 
typical as other coaches that, that you see there. So it's always good that you, you you have talented players, but you also I think you also need a, a certain type of coach to get you to that final, make certain decisions that, you know, change put in this play in the sub or sub this player off. And we've seen the, the biggest snub for the U.S. Miss Nationals, Ricardo Pepe, yeah. who, who uh, helped score a lot of goals in, in the Qualcomm Champions and the Qualcomm in the World Cup qualifying. So there's a lot of questions, but I, I think the, 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 the U.S. Miss National could potentially make it sem semis. Switch gears momentarily. We, can, we, we talked about SoFi Stadium. We talked about the defending champions. Cooper Cup just found out today he's out for a month. Um, effectively kind of done for the season. I mean, if the Rams are being smart about this thing. Um, Brandon, we kind of talked about how tough this season has been for, for the Rams. You were kind of high on them in terms of, you know, perhaps they're going to win the division, but you didn't think, obviously, that they were going to repeat with Cooper Cup effectively being done for a month and again if you're smart probably about the season it, right yeah probably the season your yeah. your thoughts on this I mean like I mean what do they have to do I mean the problem is that they don't have a like a ton of young players that you want to see yeah. them get time so I mean I don't this know is this happen. is why a lot of NFL executives were questioning the decisions to put all of your money and marbles basically into Aaron Donald Jalen Ramsey Cooper Cup Matt Stafford yeah. and you know it was Von Miller last year Bobby Wagner now yeah. like five six guys right and they, they paid Floyd too which was a great signing the problem is with the Rams other than the offensive line being injured Whitworth we see that we see the difference him him retiring right and then they don't have that that leader in the in the offensive line yeah. that's so important the reason the Niners don't even have a good offensive line but Trent Williams it makes he's the best lineman in the league he makes he's a leader he makes everyone play better there's a rookie Aaron Banks on the 49ers that hasn't allowed a sack all season long because of that leadership from Trent Williams so when you don't have Whitworth who was a godsend for them for years right yeah. on the line they have those issues they have depth issues in the secondary besides Ramsey you know they're, they're Troy Hill who's really up and down not a very good corner by any means this, there's a problem, especially when you're trying to attract stars, and that's the Los Angeles mentality, right? And they won their Super Bowl. Congratulations. They're similar to the Lakers right now. They won their championship. Let's see how we can compete in the future. It's going to be tough, but they need to do a lot of work in the offseason to maintain that core and get them interested in playing elite football again, you know, because you can't waste the talents of Cooper Cup, yeah. Jalen Ramsey, and Aaron Donald, right? So it's going to take a lot of work. We've been talking a lot about... Miles um, Turner and and that trade for the Lakers. Now, the now, now we're feeling. Yeah. Now we're hearing that the Clippers. Yeah. Now listen, if 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 they're doing this deal, I I'm assuming, and again we'll see what the deal looks like. Um, they may not be secure in Kawhi being Kawhi. Like 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 this is only a deal that you would make if if you're going to basically say okay, maybe Kawhi is going to come back, but he's going to be the player that he was. Again, he's only played in two games this season. Two games, twenty minutes off the bench. If that's what you're going to get, you kind of need more than that if you're going to contend. Brandon, from what you've heard, what would that trade look like? I mean, I mean, what kind of a pack? They're a deep team, so that's yeah. the good thing. And, yeah. But again, I would imagine the only reason you would look at this possible deal is if Kawhi may come back, but he's not going to be Kawhi. I, I kind of disagree because I think they, they lack that big man, that okay. dominant big. Besides Zubach, they have no depth at the power forward and center position. Diabate is a rookie. Moses Brown, they don't play. Miles Turner can actually hit the three and D, right? I mean, he's he can hit threes. He can play elite defense. He's averaging over three blocks a game, 17 points. He's dominant. What would interest the Pacers is, of course, a first-round pick, like sure. a pick swap. Brandon Boston Jr., young talent. Exactly. Maybe Jason Preston. Yeah. But then the match the salary, you need to give Terrence Mann and Marcus Moore. Something like would that. Would you do that deal? If I'm the Pacers? If the Clippers. If Cl absolutely. The Clippers. 
Right. Okay. But if you're the Cl- if you're the Pacers, Why no, because you, yeah. I think you can get more from the Lakers midseason. I mean, th- that's the beauty of having a deep team where you you can make that trade and it doesn't really change your team up that much. But yeah. Turner, huge upside. That there. would make them the favorite, undisputed. If Kawhi can come back, that's and the big be, question. But that's, mark. It's all about Kawhi. It's like Davis, right? We've talked about it for the Lakers for years. If Davis yeah. is healthy, they have a shot, right? Yeah. Same thing with Kawhi. Yeah, and I, and I don't know at what point we're going to figure out what kind of Kawhi we're going to get this season because the Kawhi that we've seen, again, two games this season, 20 minutes off the bench, that, that's not the Kawhi that we thought that we would see. All right, let's leave it there for now. When we come back, we'll be joined by our good friend Dave Smith when we return right here on the Mighty Air 1090 in Southern California, the fan in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio.